What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, comic books, video games, TV, movies, anime, action figures, cartoons, and, and more. And? And? Comic books? I said I comic said, books. You said it this you time. Just, just messed up the whole... Wow. Oh, do it again. Okay. Uh, We're going to do it again. This is what everybody... Do it again because Chris <laughs> derailed just, us. Just messed up my <laughs> intro. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What did you do? What did you read? What did you pick up? What did you watch? What did you watch? So uh, I was in the middle of nowhere this weekend. I was in uh, New Mexico. Um, looking at oil and gas stuff. So I actually was reading comics. So I still haven't picked up Batman 89, but what I what? did start... I know, I know. Are you for real? Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Listen, Chris, man, I'm starting like, a petition. This, this, Two Brothers like, and a Shot of Milk is going to be a real thing here. It's like they look, made this for you. Look, there's life on the road. He's even Batman. wearing a Batman shirt right now. But look, look what and I picked 89 up. Batman. Look what I picked oh. up. This is what I've been reading. So... I've been so my, my I've been I've had the nostalgia itch pretty bad. So this is the uh, uh, Batman: The Adventure Continues, and it picks up where the animated series uh, uh, ended. And then Red Hood shows up at one point. It's it's all right. Oh, they established yeah. Jason Todd. They do. This, if you guys look, you see see Batman. He's Jason Todd, and you see Joker. The good thing about the Joker though is that he's. He's drawn in Batman the Animated Series and not the New Adventures of Batman, which was terrible. That looks dope. Yeah. Good pickup. Good pickup. But I still need my Batman. I still need my Batman 89, though. Jeez. Listen, if you don't have it by the next time we're recording, you're out. I'll have Chris. I'll have Look, I tried (laughs) once, they didn't have it. And then now I was like, you know what? And there are no comic book stores where I was. And there are no more excuses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Rich, what you got? What did you do? Maybe you didn't pick anything up. Maybe you just watched something. Yeah, stop pressuring me to buy things. Um, Sorry. What I did, <laughs> I watched Akadama Drive. I probably butchered that, but it is um, about, it's set in the future. It's an anime set in the future. Um, people are criminals and they, um, well, not people. When, when you become a criminal, you get years in your life and you get executed, right? No more holding you in prison for all these many years, sponging up the resources. We're killing you. Execution. Public style. So, you know, just start off with that. Um, finished actually all of the episodes, like 12 episodes, something like that. Mm. Yeah. So it was pretty, it was pretty all right. Nice animation, nice action. No, decent little story. Jack, what's up? What you up to, man? Well, I started watching a couple things and didn't finish. So I went to the comic book store and picked up some stuff instead. So I got the uh, Moon Knight number one that's come out. Oh, oh wow. The covers covers pretty great. The art in is pretty good. And the story, it's all right. I feel like he spends a lot of time talking to a therapist. Which is I he guess crazy is a, in this one? Because he was crazy in a lot of the other. Yeah. He's pretty much just crazy in everything is my understanding yeah. of him. Yeah. Uh, and while I was there, I saw this other comic that I just had to get because of <laughs> – because of who's on it. Oh, Starro. <laughs> is that his, his first appearance? It is, it is, but it's not. It's His first appearance was in, I believe, The Brave and the Bold. And this is a, a rebranded cover of Justice League America. So it's a reprint of the original. Um, but it's still Brave and Bold. 
Yeah. It's a familiar edition. That is sick. Okay. I'm appreciating the Golden Age art and the Golden Age stuff so much more now than I used to. It's yeah. so clean. Yeah, it's just it's clean, clean, man. So I saw Star Row and was like, hmm, I'm a little off topic, but this was the first battle. Yeah, right. I think I think I can um try to get you to start collecting Power Ranger comics from Boom Studios. Peach look- Momoko. I know. Has been doing the covers. I'm showing Jack right here. I didn't buy it yet, but the cover, the one of the Power Rangers, and it has Peach Peach yep. with the Red Ranger. And I'm like, and, Jack, and, come on. Okay. And I know we're not on the news yet, but since you brought up Peach, um, she is nominated for Best Cover Artist this year, and she definitely got my vote. So if you guys are following or you have a way to chime in, I would recommend doing it. She, her stuff is just incredible, man. And now, Jack, you said you have to start collecting these Power Ranger comics just for these covers are sick. Come on. They are sick. For me, man, okay, I went to the comic book store and got something that Jack should have been got. With all the crap he's saying to Chris, Jack, if you didn't pick up your Superman 78 comic book, then I don't know what we're doing here. Actually, I I do have it. Did you have? Why did, did I cut you off? Why did you show it? <laughs> no, I ain't sure. I'm saving it. You're saving it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, who I do you think the, I am? You're right. You're right. You're Chris. right. <laughs> um, I have my Superman 78. For you, for those that don't know, they're continuing the Richard Donner Superman movies. So the the comic book picks up right after I believe Superman 2. I haven't started reading it yet. Um, I, but I got the cover with him holding the crystal looks like he's in the forces of solitude or outside of it and at my store there were only two covers the one where he's flying with brainiac in it and this one i chose this one because it looks like it's right from the movie Um, i'm very excited to jump into this one chris peep game so i've been going on this toy hunt right for those who don't know chris and i are huge he-man fans masters of the universe fans we've been collecting the figures i've been collecting the origins You've been doing the uh, the revelation of Origins. So the He-Man figure that came out for Origins, for those who don't know, had a new head sculpt and they released a wave with the vintage head. Wasn't able to get it, could not get it. But within that toy, they gave the sword, right? The half sword, Majid, right. right? Right. And the new toy has a full sword, similar to what Adam has, the full sword. And as a kid, I always hated He-Man having a half sword. I don't care it if never, you put it together. It never, it never fit right in the hand. It never, it fit, never and, fit right. And these don't fit that right. Right. So I've been trying to find like a sword. And I found a dude on YouTube called Hebro on YouTube. He's a massive He-Man fan. And he makes customizations of anything. He'll create armor for Battle Cat. So he has a 3D printer. And he prints 3D swords. And he prints them to fit the sizes of the different He-Man toy lines. So he made me some 3D printed sword. First up is this bad boy. He gave me one in translucent blue. And if you see that, it is a full sword in the design of the old school Masters cartoon. And look at that. Does it fit in He-Man's hand? Yes, Yes, it does, does. sir. And then since I bought it for him for five bucks... He threw in a gray okay. one in plastic. Oh, man. And it that's fits dope. perfectly. No more half sword. No more half assin. Not, not, <laughs> no not half sword. He got two swords. Two swords. And Chris, since I, I guess he just had more to spare, he threw in this extra one for free. 
So Ooh. I still got to send you the Hot Toys, uh, the Batmobile. So this is going to be in your Batmobile. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. You're going to get a full old school looking He-Man sword. Oh, thank but you, I think thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Huh? Oh, yeah, you have to buy Batman 89. I, I'll, buy ba- I'll buy Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. But is he? <laughs> I will. Yo, 3D printing is a rabbit hole that I desperately want to go down. Dude, he makes so much stuff. and he, I mean, But he's a, he's a customizer, so he gets into the sanding and the painting, so it's more than printing. But right. I have to give him a shout-out, man. He makes these dope stuff. Go check him out. He has an Instagram, a Facebook page, and a YouTube channel, and that's how I found him. I bought these. I got these in like three days shipped to awesome. me, and he threw in two extra swords just for fun. So look, uh, look him up. He, his name is Hebro, and we'll have a picture on our Instagram page, but it's just dope. All right. Shall we get into the joke of the day? Let me preface it's this by saying funny madness time. <laughs> Before you said funny madness time, I should have prefaced this by saying the bad joke of the day. And it's not that funny as it turns out. <laughs> What's the difference between Batman and a robber? What's the difference, Lawrence? Batman can go into a store without Robin. And that's that for the joke. <laughs> I'm going to be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right. Now to redeem that segment, we have the collector's corner. It's going Time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our comic book shelf, out of our toy chest, and we display it. It could be super expensive, like all of Jack's comic books, or it could be something cheap but sentimental, like my stuff, usually. Speaking of expensive comic books, since we're talking is. Witcher today, I thought I'd go Swampish. This is my original Man-Thing comic. Wow. Man-Thing number one. And it's framed, so you know it costs bucks. Yep. Yeah. Is Man Thing like a play on Swamp Thing? I'm sorry he, for Marvel he fans. Predates Swamp. He predates. Oh, so DC got a little inspiration. There you go. Nice. Nice. Uh, How much is that me. worth? How much is that worth, Jack? This guy's probably like 700 bucks. Nice. For real? Yeah, I've had it since I was a you know, prepubescent kid. I've actually got a whole run of them. I got the first 15. So I was a pretty big little hey. man thing fan growing up, which many people don't know. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know you loved like man things. All right. You all right. Man y'all, things. y'all got jokes. Hey, this joke's funnier than your joke of the day. <laughs> joke of the day doesn't hold up. All right, we'll Chris. We'll see how long that segment lasts. All right. All right. So I got, I, I, went, I went digging in the craze to actually one of the, Oldest um, Transformers that I have in my collection, Top Spin um, G1. And it's actually uh, dated. It, it's tough to see on the thing, but it's dated 1984, which that means when I had this, I was two years old. Wow. I had, and, it, and it still functions. So when it, it folds and he's like a, a, a he's like a jet, and then when you roll him back, it, it, he pops open and then, yeah. So the 80s toys were built to last, man. They were. Wow. Pretty were. funny. He turns into a jet by putting his, his feet above his head. 
<laughs> Isn't that how you turn into a jet? I know that's how I turn into a jet. Yeah, but you think his propulsion power would be coming from the other end. <laughs> Shooting backwards. Nope. You know what I'm mad about? I had the die cast uh, metal, um, what was it? Voltron cats. But I had to take I remember that. Recall because of the lead paint. And I was so mad. We ended what? up getting the, um, yeah, because of the lead paint. My, the my mom took them back. And then she came back with the plastic one, which is a little bit bigger, and they came with the actual little figures that goes into yep. the cats. Yep. Which I didn't, I didn't treat those too kindly because I was mad. I was, I was a very mad kid about that. I was like, that the, the metal ones were just too dope. It's like it's real. Too yeah. Dope. <sighs> I was so uh, mad about that. But anyway, let's go on. Oh, actually, since I'm talking, what I got to go on to my Marvel, my Marvel <laughs> <Dude>. Legends. <laughs> All right. I'm still trying to complete it. I'm almost done. I need one more. Well, technically two, but one to complete the uh, the Sentinel. I got Cyclops. He comes with two heads. One of his nice, calm, um, ready to lead the team head. Another one where he's about to blast. Well, he's actually blasting. He comes with an optical blast beam. Oh, and wow. yeah, pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. He's in, uh, I'm not sure what, what costume this one is. Excuse one me. All the, one. Uh, yeah, one of the later, like, one uh, of the later outfits. Zack Snyder might have designed it. Wow, this guy. Here oh we go. my god. Just we can't right. go an episode without mentioning the We hit one checkbox. Yep. All right. Here we go. And before I go, I don't want to get interrupted. Let's just stop right here. Rich, can you show us your t shirt before uh, I get interrupted or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh nice. What does that say yeah. at the top? In in case of zombie apocalypse, follow me. And it's a nice bloody chainsaw. This is that Ashes chainsaw? I'm about to say, is that is that uh evil dead? No, it's not Evil Dead. It's just a random chainsaw. I just like the shirt because, you know, I'm a big zombie guy and I'm I'm probably the most repairable. Well, maybe maybe Chris might be the exception to the four of us. Well, I've been but, Texas, uh, so outside of, outside of Chris, I'm probably the most prepared for a zombie. Wait, first of all, I'm the most prepared for a zombie podcast. You're, you were the you were the most physically prepared for it. You can outrun zombies. <laughs> what do you what do you have around your house? Are you, you hoarding are? ammunition? Because I am. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally do I need to cut that out, Chris? Are we safe? Right now. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Every Jack Friday, does have a o'clock. wall of swords. Uh, hang yeah. on, I'll pivot the camera so y'all can see. Well, look at that. Okay, Jack just showed us a wall of swords. We're gonna have to talk about that at a different time. Um, my collector's corner item is I felt like it was fitting. I'm holding up my the Witcher 3 okay. Wild Hunt PS4 game. Guys, man, I don't know too much. I didn't know too much about Witcher. I didn't read any of the books and I didn't play any of the games except this one. But I have to say, for those of you who dug the series, who enjoyed the anime, this is one of the most expansive games I've ever played. I mean, the landscape in this game, you can just ride the horse forever. Um, and there's so many different monsters and ghouls and goblins and zombies you just bump into if you're in the wrong places. This game, and it's like it's it's one of the longest games I ever played. I think it took me two years off and on. <laughs> no <laughs> Rich, joke. Every time Rich, I see Lawrence, the game? It was literally. I have playing. not finished the game. I still have to go back because I I'm, I'm ill prepared for this fight that I'm in. So I have to go back to get prepared and get back into the fight. For those of you who don't know, The Witcher, he has powers because he's a mutated pretty much monster slayer but he also uses tools of alchemy and potions to power himself up if you don't collect what you need earlier you are not going to be able to fight guys later so yeah. don't don't skip shrubs and all that stuff that seems stupid because you're going to need that to power up 
But um, and oh, real quick, if the game isn't dope enough, the soundtrack to this game is mm. epic. This soundtrack is is amazing. So if y'all aren't into playing video games, just go on YouTube and listen to the soundtrack. It's dope. It's the Game of Thrones fix I didn't know I needed, but I needed it. How about we get into the news? It's time for the news. Gentlemen, we've had some trailers drop. Let's start with one that isn't as long awaited. Star Wars Visions. That trailer dropped. It looks like we're getting like nine episodes of the straight up Star Wars anime with different stories. Um, what do you guys think? It looks so good. I'm all over yeah. the content. Yeah. And, and it looks heavy. like the perfect thing to be blended into it. Yeah. And it's heavy. Uh, when I first saw it, I'm like, I, I thought the Animatrix when they put that out because it's like different yeah. artists, different stories, and it just all in the same universe. Yeah. It's going to be dope. You're going to see some new ways that the uh, the lightsaber can be used. It's going to be fantastic. Dude. And the force fantastic. energy. And the yeah. trailer. The trailer itself is just so So intense. good. The trailer looks great. You know, growing up, I always was so, so Star Wars. I just thought Star Wars was cool. But ever since all this new content coming out, Mandalorian and all this stuff, I, I'm really, really getting into it hard. So I'm, I'm hyped for it. It's a whole world. And what I love about this is – even George Lucas talked about how inspired he was from just like Japanese cinema and that, that heavily influenced everything in Star Wars. You know, if, if you watch it, you'll think it's Knights of the Round Table, but actually it's more like Samurais. Um, so this content perfectly flows into anime. It's like it's seamless. So I'm excited for it. I can't wait to watch it. Next up, Spider-Man No Way Home. That's what we call Spider-Man Home Alone. And we're going to have, like, <laughs> the same as house. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home first got leaked out. Someone lost their job over at Sony or Disney. And then the next day we got the actual official trailer. What did you guys think of this bad boy? We, we can take some time to talk about this. It's looking real, real dope. Like, I cannot wait to see who's in it. Like from the villains to the main, to, no, to the to the, what Spider Man is gonna. Have. I know it's probably already out there. Shut up! I don't care. I want to see with my own eyes as I'm watching it. All right. <laughs> I want to see the villains. I want to see what 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 Spider Man is they're gonna include. You know, all the characters they're gonna add there. Maybe maybe if we're lucky, we might get Uncle Ben. But I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's looking fantastic, man. I can't wait for it. Basically, Peter's identity was exposed at the end of the last Spider-Man movie. He goes to Doctor Strange say, can you do a spell so everyone can forget him Spider-Man, which looks like it opens up the multiverse. Apparently, like every show is doing their own thing of opening up potentially the multiverse. I thought it was dope. Um, and you guys can jump in here. I think I think this movie has a massive issue, and I think it's the thing that can hurt it, which is the expectations from fans of who should be in it and what they're expecting mm. is it's like going to supersede what they give us. Like if they don't give us Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, if homeboy from daredevil don't show up in a cameo, people are going to be pissed because somehow these rumors has made it. So oh, these things man. have to be definite. When he was talking there. there I, I saw how many posts comparing hands they were saying, I know his hands, this is his hands. So if this, this is movie it. is just a multiverse movie and all you get is doc Ock, 
maybe Green Goblin from the Toby movies, and that's it. People are going to be so pissed off when they were never promised Andrew Garfield or Toby Maguire. So I feel like already the expectations are, are too high when it comes to All this I know thing. is that there better be a damn spider pig in it. <laughs> spider pig, spider pig. Oh, man. And see, that's the thing. That's why, that's why I'm sorry. Don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. That's why I go in without expectations. I just want it to be a dope movie. I don't, whatever, whatever characters they throw at me, I'll accept it. I'm not going to be like, wait a minute, where's Spider Pig? I hate this movie. That's going to be Jack. You already know it's going to be Jack. But still, I go in without expectations. I just want to be entertained. Entertain me. Give me my money's worth. I wish you could be like you, Rich, but um, there's so many like, photoshopped and yeah. at home made versions where you see like Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland talk like like yeah. people have put something on this movie that was never promised. So I hope that this movie can go over those um, unfair expectations. Well, keep so. in mind, we had maybe one of the the dopest Spider-Man cartoons and just great cartoons made that came out in recent years dealing with multiverse problems. And if you're going to do a live action Spider-Man multiverse story and not give us what we expect from a Spider-Man multiverse, because Spider-Man multiverse is one of the dopest multiverses. You got to give it. Yeah, that Spider-Verse movie is one of the best superhero movies ever made. That's my point. Facts. So so you're you're right, Jack. You're like, that's your point. So you're like, if y'all going to do this, you got to you got to. The bar is set. You guys can set. do it. You, the bar is set with the content and with the characters you have. Do or do not do. It. There is no try. Mm-hmm. But what, yeah, what I wanted to say though is that it wouldn't be the first time we've been teased and disappointed by Spider-Man because Amazing Spider-Man talking about Rhino, 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 and what's his face that the great actor that has the uh, from Billions. Oh, um, uh, Paul, Paul, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, and he just showed up at the very, very end for two minutes. And but I will say. Him up. That was a Sony movie, so so this is in Disney's hands. Even though Sony's connected, this is in Disney's hands. I thought you were gonna say we were hyped up about Mephisto. We were hyped up about oh, Quicksilver's back. The X Men, like like they they strung us along to think things were gonna happen. And some of that's our fault. They never promised X Men were gonna show up in Wandavision. So I feel like we have to go into this thing and just like enjoy what they give us and don't put like too much on it. But I'm gonna tell you what, if Andrew Garfield. Toby McGuire doesn't show up, people are going to have a conniption because it's multiverse. They've been rumoring this forever. We've, we've been rumoring this yeah. forever. Yeah, they we haven't been fans. doing anything. But they haven't, been, they haven't been confirming nor denying, and they kind of, they've kind of been egg, kind of egging us on to say, like, yeah. And then we see Doc Ock. I mean... Well, that was an amazing cameo. Like, that kind of, like... Was a joke. Yeah, but that, they should, but they showed it in the trailer too. So that's a, yeah, that's a big yeah. pool. So if it's a Spider-Man Allegedly. multiverse and we don't have three Spider-Men and a pig, something wrong is happening. <laughs> and the pig. <laughs> I'll be happy with three Spider-Men. The pig would just be bonus for me. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. Uh, I'll say one last thing about this. I'm excited. This isn't this isn't my favorite Spider-Man universe. I like Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't like Iron Man sidekick Spider-Man. And I, I kind of was hoping this movie was going to get us back to Spider-Man. He doesn't have a suit of armor. He doesn't have gadgets. He has his wits and a sewing machine. And he puts his costume together. But that's not what we're getting here. Um, so I'm excited. I just wanted Spider-Man to be able to have his own movie without having to have all these other things that have nothing to do with Spider-Man mythos 
push it. But is that possible anymore? No. Well, I, it is because Black Panther had one without it. If you think about the first two Spider-Man movies, uh, Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture, he was a pissed. He was pissed off at Tony Stark and the Avengers. He wasn't pissed off at Spider-Man. He didn't have beef with Spider-Man. The last one with Mysterio, Mysterio didn't have beef with Spider-Man. He was a disgruntled Stark employee. So Spider-Man's rogues gallery so far are just like people pissed off with Iron Man. <laughs> well, in all fairness, they've, they've just been rebranded. If you go to the comics, they're they're his rogue gallery, but they're being rebranded for the MCU purposes. Well, well that's my point. So right now, Spider-Man spent, doesn't, like the last Spider-Man movie wasn't in New York City. So we don't have that stomping grounds. His villains aren't even pissed off at him. They're pissed off at Iron Man. So like I was hoping finally to get a movie where it's like, finally, we're back like Spider-Man City. He's Spider-Man, Spider-Man villain, Spider-Man friends. He doesn't have Iron Man's butler like giving him suits <laughs> like he's, he's Spider-Man. He's his own hero. He's not a sidekick. Um, but we'll, well that see. Might- that that might be a pretty big element. I mean, if you got Doc Ock, and if if it's uh, you know goblins from the other movies, then then he still don't have of- his villain, his own villains. He's still like borrowing, but he's borrowing, <laughs> but he's borrowing his own multiverse villains. True story. True story. I'll fall back on that one. The Batman CinemaCon apparently uh, showed some footage of Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves's the Batman. And they're talking that this thing is dark, scary, gritty, and has a tone unlike any other Batman film we've seen before. And they are really raving the performances of uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman and Paul Dano as the Riddler. So it looks like we're getting something really interesting and special here. That casting is perfect. Dude, as much as I love this whole multiverse Batman stuff... To me, Batman's a street-level hero protecting his city, man. And he has scars all over his back, and he's fixing his suit, and him and Alfred are building stuff in the cave. He, I don't, I love seeing him go up against Darkseid and all, but to me, <laughs> he's a street-level hero. I've got a, I've got a funny Paul Dano-related story, if we got time for it. We don't <laughs> have time for it, but we do now. <laughs> so back in the day, I used to do a lot of off-Broadway gigs, and uh, Paul Dano... Peter Dinklage and uh, another really great actor were in this play called Things We Want. At the end of the show, I took the couch from the show. So I had the show I had the show couch in my apartment that Paul Dano, Peter Dinklage, and this other great actor whose name eludes me at the moment used to be in. Now, segue to the part of the story that's funny might be better than the joke of the day segment. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Everything's show, better right? than the joke of the day segment. This, this one's pretty good. And it probably won't make a cut, but I'll tell you guys. Peter Dinklage is in the show, and his character gets mad at a certain part of the show and storms off into his room and slams the door. So we had to make him a door slam. Now, a theatrical door slam is about two and a half feet tall by about two feet wide. So it's a small door. Uh-oh. So we put it backstage for his door slam. Oh, Jack. And in the rehearsal of the show, he goes backstage and he sees this door and we hear from backstage. Really? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he slams the door. That's great. Uh, anyway, so he yeah, like called that. in up. At his couch for a while. That's funny. Um, now, not to end the news on a somber note, but we have to, to pay respect. 
August 28th, 2020, we lost Chadwick Boseman to cancer. The anniversary of his death just passed. Um, and a lot of celebrities, a lot of people he's worked with, a lot of people inspired by him, showed him some love on Instagram and, and on social media. And I just want to take the time out just, you know, show some love and respect to just a hero all around. You don't play Black Panther, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. You don't play these people unless you have an empathy and something inside you that when you walk in the room, the producers go, I buy this as somebody who can lead people to freedom. Like you have to have that innate quality to people buy into it. Um, and he did. And uh, I just want to say, Chadwick, thank you for your work. Rest in paradise, King. Rest in paradise. Now, I hope you guys got your boxing gloves. Hope you got a mouthpiece in because it is time for the Beta. Let's get ready to rumble. Nightwing. Dick Grayson, Batman's pretty much son, his protege, his mentee, trained since he was about 10 years old. Before that, he was an acrobat flying through the air since pretty much he can walk. He might be the most well-tuned physical specimen in both comic book universes. On the other side, you have Matt Murdock, blinded at around 10 years old, heightened senses, loses his dad, and is also trained by a serious, well-versed martial artist who's also blind named Stick. Matt Murdock uses his senses, uses his extreme training, and becomes Daredevil. He is literally Batman with spider senses to the layman. These two guys most likely would be on the same side, but on this fateful night in Bloodhaven or Hell's Kitchen, these two people face off and fight to the death. Or if that's too much for you, Jack, till one is incapacitated. Nah, let's kill them all. Let's kill them all. Let's get ready to rumble. Who you got? Who wins? Nightwing versus Daredevil. Rich, what say you? Daredevil all day. Fight me. Chris, what say you? Come on, man. This is not, this, 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 I had to think about this for two seconds. Nightwing <laughs> all day, every day, and twice on Sundays. Another two seconds to reconsider that. (laughs) Jack, what say you? The man who is not a sidekick nor needs a sidekick. Devil. That part. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence, what say you? Man. There's only one answer here, guys. And that is Richard freaking Grayson, Nightwing himself. Let's have at it. What makes you think that Daredevil could beat Nightwing? Not saying the fight wouldn't be close, because I think it would be a very close fight. It would be what the closest fight in comic book history. Would it be? <laughs> I'm pretty close, man. These I mean, are yeah, really close. evenly matched yeah. as a pair could be. Yeah. With the exception that the Daredevil is stronger, and with the exception that the Daredevil is faster, and with the exception that the Daredevil actually does have superpowers. Are you going to keep calling him the Daredevil? Daredevil fine. Can you stop calling him the Daredevil? <laughs> we, we, we can, we can hey, be familiar. Show some respect. Let me show ask you this. Does, does, does his echolocation actually qualify as superpowers? Yes. Yeah, because his heightened senses also heighten his ability to he anticipate movement in someone else. He can hear their heart rate change, their breath change, and know where they're going to go before they go. I mean, and also he does have height. For some reason, I don't know if he has super strength, but a lot of the people write him as if he does. Yeah. So you got another bad question? 
Chris? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing beats Daredevil because of this. And I'll say this, and you guys can jump in. First things first, before he started his training at like 10 years old, he was already an accomplished athlete, like a super athlete. Daredevil's the man without fear. That's what they were calling the flying Graysons because they were doing this stuff without a net. He was called the boy without fear when Daredevil was getting beat up walking to 42nd Street. Nightwing not only is trained by Batman, who apparently can beat everyone with preparation time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he led his own team. He has gone up against the Joker, Penguin, all of Batman's rogues gallery, all before he was 20 years old. He might be younger than Matt Murdock, but I would say he probably has more experience being a crime fighter, crime fighter than Matt Murdock. He's one of the fastest people in hand-to-hand combat in the DC universe. He actually fought Batman to a stalemate, not to mention where Matt Murdock has heightened senses, Dick Grayson has gadgets. He has his own utility belt and he will figure out that this dude is sensitive to smell and sounds and he will exploit it because he is Batman Jr., He's a Rich, what you gonna say? You just sitting there. Are you not, you I, say? I'm, I'm, wait, I'm letting you get it all out. I'm, I'm, I'm not even. I haven't even. Look, beat first of all, him beating Batman is only because Batman trained him and he knows how Batman fights. So he knows what side he's gonna go on to faint, to to block, to dodge. So therefore, he can counter. No, what he's no, gonna do. If, if, he if I beat, if I beat the do. best martial artist in the world because he's my man, teacher and I beat him, the man, man trained him. He knows how he fights, so therefore he can predict how he moves. Yo, Daredevil freaking beat, what's his name? He bought, well, like I said, he beat Captain America at one point, uh, but for the most part, he beats him, though. They fight to a stalemate. Uh, Black Panther, he beat him to a stalemate. Well, I beat him. He fought to a stalemate, but he fought his sister, who, who was adorned to Black, Black Panther, had the full powers and everything, just whopped on her. Wait, wait, wait. I just wanna I just wanna go back. Was that he beat he beat his sister. He didn't beat T'Challa, right? He beat his sister. Still black still black panther. Okay, so now I just wanna make I just wanna make sure. Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, sure. Still, Whoa, still don't be sexist, Lawrence. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm sure. Yeah. You out. Because you know, if 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 we say that Nightwing beat like Robin, that's not the same thing as Batman. So I want to make it clear, like he didn't beat the Black Panther, he beat a Black Panther. But what what Rich is trying to highlight here is that this guy is strong enough to go toe-to-toe with people who we know have known superpowers and strength. Nightwing broke Bane's back in the yeah. comic books. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was simulated. Oh, I've done my research, baby. Let's Do go. your research, bro. He's also, also a blockbuster. He's fought Deathstroke. He's fought guys who are super and heightened before. This ain't nothing. He led the Titans. What are you talking about? That's what? the case? Yeah, but he's he been... Didn't beat, he, didn't, he didn't beat Deathstroke. Well, there's he's, also no he's question. He's beating Deathstroke at one point. I'm not saying he beat him every time. Not according to my. He research. beat the talent. He beat the talent. Yep. Now there's 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 another factor involved that we haven't necessarily talked about. Now it, it is documented if we're going just stats that uh, Daredevil is stronger, and and he is faster. Those are just statted up facts, right? Not refutable. Not my opinions. The other thing that's it is refutable. Like for, Man, for them, for, for, really, for it to not be refutable means like they would have to be in the same universe and the same scientists put them through the same test and we would well, get hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like you can't, Daredevil, man, Daredevil could dodge the Iron Fist punches, which this man can catch bullets. Well, I'll say this. Dick Grayson can dodge a bullet. The Daredevil. Dodge, that's what he did as a kid. Let me tell I, you. But go wait, go let ahead, me Jack. Make my point. Go ahead, go ahead. Nightwing can dodge a bullet. 
Daredevil is fast enough not just to dodge a bullet, but to deflect a bullet back to making its own target. That is true. I did see that. Daredevil has a serious weakness, though. And Nightwing and- does have the tools to exploit yes. that. Come on, bring it. I know well, Daredevil has precautions to, to, to keep him safe when it comes to his sonar and stuff, but Nightwing has tools and gadgets to exploit that. And Nightwing, it's almost like you you, you have to use Batman because like they, they're, they're kind of similar, except that Nightwing has more experience than Batman because he started younger, if you want to count, like years for years. Nightwing, when you're, when you're a superhero without any powers, you have prep time. You read body language. You 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 anticipate the fact that you the guy you're fighting is stronger. So let's say like Daredevil's stronger or faster. That's not, that's not even a point against Nightwing. Everybody he fights is potentially stronger. Fast. He fights Killer Croc at 16 yep. years old. So it's and, like uh, that's Sonic. That's Sonic's BS because um, Daredevil was uh, Fort Claw who hit him with a nice dose of the Sonic Blast. He also got hit by a bus and he was fighting clones and he still came out on top talk about it at the end of the day with preparation time <laughs> nightwing but that wasn't preparation time my man was right. fighting well, on the fly we're failing to 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 recognize one thing there's something that fundamentally makes daredevil daredevil and it's this this thing that happens in certain human individuals y'all ever watch rocky rocky mm. gets better the more damage he takes his engine lights up. The dare that Daredevil's threshold for pain tolerance is infinitely higher, and it would just fuel him to be a more. So you're aggressive. saying he just he's so saying he just gets whooped more, and I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to back that up. I like heroes who win, Jack. That's you what I'm for. No, no. Disappear and then come back with preparation time. I throw a and flag now, on and that now, play. And now, now Lawrence is here wearing that jacket you know, of preparation time no, on his F- back. That, like that, what that, I'm saying that, is, that, you don't need that much preparation his, his time for Daredevil. Is, this guy is a, definitely a BDSM dude. <laughs> he, he likes the, se- it the second Nightwing does his <laughs> the second Nightwing does his signature take out the lights and try to fight you in the dark and notices Daredevil doesn't respond. In that second, he's already come up with a million ways to take this guy down. In a second. And he's talking about he can take punishment. This dude was getting beat up and trained by Bruce Wayne since he was 10. Don't tell me, like, he can, Daredevil can take a punch and he's stronger. This kid was taking a punch from he Batman is, since well, he was 10. Batman told him, look, you're hungry, you eat rats. Also, you see, also problematic. They're not using that there. comic, Chris. That's a <laughs> controversial <laughs> comic. Also problematic right there in Batman's very, character. It's Run very problematic. So what you're saying, Batman goes around beating children? Okay, I got you. No. I see yeah. what Batman I mean... So yeah. this debate is probably about as lucrative as the fight between the two. Which will probably end in a stalemate. And I can concede this. I can concede. I can fall back and say on any given day, it can probably go to one of them. I could concede with that too. On any yeah. given day, it could go either way. You got 100 fights. evenly matched. 51 are going to Nightwing. You're a fool. Wait. You started back up again. <laughs> and Richie, Rich, here's your problem. You looked What's up problem? all your research. You looked up on why Daredevil could win, but you didn't look up what makes Nightwing Nightwing. No, no, you didn't no, look no. up. No, 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 no. I looked up Bruh. Nightwing versus Daredevil. I didn't say how could Daredevil. And so you looked up somebody else's home. homework. Listen, man, I looked up multiple people's homeworks. <laughs> and they all said the same. I like. No, they didn't. Death Battle did not say Daredevil beats Nightwing. Don't do that. 
What, 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 what battle? The biggest thing on the internet that has like yeah. millions of views did Nightwing didn't versus Daredevil. And Nightwing <laughs> I, didn't, I could Daredevil didn't look at it. I took a He's like, I probably didn't look at it. He didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. Um, didn't look at I it. I think all. Nightwing would win. They think Daredevil would win. Chris and I think Nightwing would. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it would be like both bloody, both broken, and maybe on any given Sunday, one of them standing. Look, it'll be a dope crossover. It'll be a dope amalgam comic. I'll tell you that. I would buy it. I'd read it. But we all we all agree that Batman would beat up Daredevil, right? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Rich, you're not on board. Are you serious? I, I, I believe I believe that Batman will run away and figure out a plan and come back. You're blasphemy. You're blasphemy. You think Daredevil's that powerful? That, <laughs> what do you think Daredevil is? Uh, I think Daredevil is a, is your guy that's fighting for everyone out on the streets of uh, Hell's Kitchen. Okay? Rich Idris Elba is not Daredevil, so you don't got to. First of all, for don't you don't you bring him into this? Don't you bring him into this? All right. Rich said Daredevil's fighting Daredevil. for Hell's Kitchen. He's fighting for five square blocks. <laughs> five square blocks that he cares. Safest five blocks in the lay world. Lay his oh, life man. down. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this debate. We didn't get much of anywhere, but I do think that's a reflection on what would happen if these guys fought. It would probably get nowhere. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the main topic. It's time for the main event. All right, man. We was given, and we didn't ask for this. Apparently, we have a Witcher verse. We don't just have a series going on. We have companion pieces, and in this companion piece, we pick up. Uh, we're we're in the woods, right? And it's dark and it's scary. And we have this carriage going by, and guys, I can't tell you how much I miss this. Like in horror films, like how much I missed watching. The black people die first. Like, <laughs> like I can't tell you how much that novelty was missed. <laughs> what do you mean missed? Like, I, I just miss it. Like, it reminded me of like our place in the world. Um, because there's like no black people in this thing except for the beginning, and they get mad. And, and, and they tease us. They're nobility. They're rich. They're educated. I was like, what? Yeah, you got, what? You got, you got the art servants? Wrong. Back. Boom. <laughs> Boom. So we're right into it. And Jack, this reminded me of Berserk a little bit, man. Like the like the the the, the violence and the gore around the, the the world of it, the bloodshed, which I love. I thought it was fantastic. And then we meet Vesemir, who comes in and pretty much takes care of this monster and. And saves the boy who's the only one left of his family. And then the, the important thing of this scene is the monster spoke. And this specific monster is not supposed to speak. Question mark. Now, as we go through the film, we go back in time and we come back to the present. So we go back in time and we see him as a kid. Pretty much him and his father are servants, like indentured servants, kind of slaves living on this plantation. The boy, Vesemir, he, he, he does not want this for his life. Him... And his friend, this the, the girl, they're, they're pretty much sort of boyfriend and girlfriend. Ileana. Yeah, Ileana, thank you. So pretty much Vesemir, uh, they, they go into the town to get some herbs because the woman of the lady of the house is sick. Instead, they steal one of those like cakes. Actually, they pay for the cake and then steal the herbs. A witcher sees them and says, you need to take me to that house. I'm going to bring you back to that shopkeeper. The witcher goes to the, to the house Exercise of the demon. The boy stays in the room. Vesemir stays in the room, helps capture the the demon or whatever. And Deglin, yeah. the witcher, goes along his way. 
Vesemir is like, hey, man, I want to go with you. Take me with you. Yada, yada, yada. He winds up going with him. He's like, I'm tired of this life. I don't want to live this life. I want more. I want to be an adventurer. He goes with them and he has to go do these trials to become a witch with these other boys, man. And it's it's gruesome and it's terrifying. And ultimately, they just have to survive demons by the end of the day. He proved himself. The alchemy starts, which they mutate him into being a witcher where he has heightened senses, powers and lives longer. And then we see how he pretty much goes on as an adventurer, killing monsters, making money, and has the dopest haircut since NSYNC, man. This dude's haircut <laughs> in Shape Up is straight up like 2005 boy band. I want to talk about that. And then he goes along his way. And then, but pretty much, I'm going to speed this up. It's supposed to be a brief recap. The kingdom, uh, there's there's a witch there named Tetra. She believes the witches are, are, are making the monsters come. They're doing something because the more monsters, the more they get paid. And then they go to defeat the monster. Tetra and Vesemir go to find the monster. And it turns out she was right. Deglin, the master witcher, the man of the castle, is mutating and creating monsters out of children to keep themselves paid. They wind up, Tetra goes back, lies to one of the monsters, said, Vesemir killed your child. So they attack that place with the monsters and townspeople. All the witchers die except for Vesemir and the children. Vesemir winds up killing Tetra, winds up killing the monsters, and through an illusion, kills the love of his life. The little girl, she turns out to be there in her 70s, having his back the whole way. He kills her, but not before he brings her to a lake that he creates using powers, which is beautiful. We're left with him and these children, the last of the witchers and a very young Gerald. That is a, we also retroactively spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys think? Let's just jump in and have a free fall. I had a love hate relationship with it, to be honest. There were certain elements that I just – like you mentioned, his haircut, it, it almost ruined the entire content for me. It was that – it was that stand, standout. It was that good? You know, oh, and, and, no. and like all the, all the reveals of the content, I kind of – I saw miles away that, the, that the, the first time they were in court and the old woman defended him, I was like, all right, well – He's way older, and they said that you age differently, so that's clearly the girl grown up, and she was inducted into a family that had stations, so this is her. So that wasn't a reveal for me. The fact that the witchers were the people creating the monsters wasn't – like all those things that were supposed to be, ah, I just saw them coming a mile away. That hurt the content for me. The whole beginning of the movie I thought was weak. Um, Oh, the flashbacks were lame. I thought the combat in it was pretty dope, and then I, you know, even the end where the dude was in in a like a uh, he was being manipulated to fight certain things. I even thought to myself, I was like, man, this feels. Oh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read maybe one of the best graphic novels of all time. I'm gonna spoil it for you right now. Old Man Logan. The reveal in Old Man Logan, what's going on with him, where he's under Mysterio's trance. That's kind of what this room reminded me of. So it's like even the cool thing was just felt lazy. Other than that, I really liked it. <laughs> Other than all of those <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah. See, I, Jack, so this, this usually isn't my kind of content. 
and I'm watching it like, eh, maybe I watched it with, with no, with no expectations. And once the black people died, I was like, Oh shoot, this is kind of, this is kind of gangster. And then I started watching it more. more really? Uh... <laughs> I started watching it more and more. And I got like a little bit of, a, a little bit of same thing where I watched the, 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 the Witcher series. Uh, the live action series, it kind of scratched a, ga- a Game of Thrones type itch for me with monsters and totally. kind of, you know, it, it, I, I'm I'm kind of feeling the world. I'm, now I'm thinking like, damn, should I go watch Castlevania now? Because well, I'm, I'll say this: I'm, Castlevania is way better content. Castlevania is yeah. great. I mean, you want I was, gritty, hard content that's graphic and compelling, and it's very similar. Go watch Castlevania. I think it's better. I. I will, and it's a testament to how much I liked this. And I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. And I enjoyed it a lot. I like this, man. I really dug it. I, 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 I liked it from the beginning. And for me, I didn't read the, the books, so I don't know how true it stays. His haircut, I feel you, Jack. That was the thing. I'm like, why? Well, whatever. Why? Anime, sometimes they do stuff, though. They'll just I mean, do stuff. Everyone, everyone else had this great texture about them. And I can get around. I can get around. A haircut's not gonna make or break a movie for me. But uh, because I already had problems liking him, and then they gave him this douchey haircut on top of him. He's supposed to be a douche. Yeah, he's kind of supposed to be a douche. Well, they nailed that. They they Um, nailed it. He's a douche. (laughs) I enjoyed it, man, and I I like the story a lot. And for me, like I don't need things to twist and turn. I'm okay if I know. I can tell something's gonna happen. I'm okay with foreshadow. I think. You know, because of certain content, like we depend on twists too much. We depend on not seeing it coming too much. And for me, it's like I saw it coming, but I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed the combat. I I enjoyed the stakes. I enjoyed. No, I didn't think he killed her. I didn't think he killed her at the end. I didn't think that that was all an illusion and that he he stabbed her. I didn't see that coming. So I appreciated it, man. I, I liked it way better than the series. I didn't like the series too much. Oh, I liked the series. The series. The plot was all over the place. They didn't age, even though they should have. they had Henry Cavill. So did Man of Steel, Jack. Yeah, but Zack Snyder didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So did Man of Steel, Jack. (laughs) Nah, the series was like, yo, the biggest thing about the series is that time jumps forward. And he's not supposed to age. But they didn't make anybody else age. And to me, that's a bigger problem than a haircut. That's a bigger problem than a haircut. So I appreciate it. Hmm? No one aged. They didn't like give old age makeup to the people that should have aged. He's talking about the series. The series. Oh, okay. okay. Which I liked in this one. They were able to show you, oh, wow. I now I see what 70 years. He's 70 years old and looks like this. Like they were able to give us way more detail than the series gave us. And it was one complete story where the series bounced around to almost different short stories, depending on the episode. Did you so I liked like it a lot. The, the hero, though. I mean, essentially, we're following his story. He's the hero of the story. And there, for me, there was almost no redeeming qualities. And, and you know, in the Witcher series, he's a dick and he's antisocial and he's not a people person and all that's great. He's an anti-hero. But I still – there's something about him and you see that there's something underneath all that hard exterior that's worth following and rooting for. I never got that sense with this guy. I want – I liked them a lot because in typical Marvel form, <laughs> I can't wait to see the next one because I want to see how that guy trains these kids and then becomes who he's supposed to be. Like if Is we're talking everything, no, because now he his whole world's upside down. He's down for killing for coin, not but not if it means lying and creating monsters. And now I got to raise these kids up to be 
witchers and we know one becomes the witcher so i'm excited to see how does this guy accomplish it and i dug the love story chris we didn't hear from you i don't want to i don't want to go all the way no, before no, no. You. I, no yeah no no, no i didn't no rich i'm sorry we didn't hear from you rich uh i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i i, I was kind of taken back but not really taken back i was like oh this this is the tone that we're setting by killing off uh the only black characters in the, in the movie <laughs> cool, cool cool but um yeah when the the whole story unfolding I didn't find it too. I was, I was, I was taken back when he killed uh, his his old girlfriend at the end. I was like, oh, snap! It's an illusion. Okay, <laughs> I see what happened there. But uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, if there were problems, I, I was probably ignoring it because you know I enjoyed the rest of it. The 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 overall was better for me that I didn't notice all the bad stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I watch another, you know, two, three, four more times, and I'll, I'll, I can sit there and just nitpick it all. Let me let me ask you guys this: If this was something that we paid for, like the DC movies or some of the Marvel DVD movies, would we analyze it differently? Because for me, this was a, this was like found, like when you find money in in, in your in your, your the pocket of your jeans, like, oh shoot, this is a pleasant surprise. That's how I found this. This was a pleasant surprise. But if there was I no ha- stakes for you, yeah, there's yeah, no stakes. Yeah. Um. No, I, I would have enjoyed it if I was looking for, oh, man, I need to get my Witcher fix. And I did enjoy some of the series. I love the game. And I watched this. I wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't Here's, be. Yeah. No, go for it. Sorry. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't be disappointed by it. My, I think my expectations of a Netflix anime anyway isn't like it's going to be groundbreaking. But I, I enjoy the story they told. Yeah. Um, I, and I enjoyed the world they developed. That's, that was one thing I really liked about the content. I'm like, all right, we're seeing more of the way the world works, the hierarchy, the creatures. We're getting more of the mythos into what a witcher is and how they're created. Um, and you didn't get too much of that in the series. You get it in the game, games. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the backstory a lot and supplement material. I also, I really like the moment where, um, Maybe I'm a softy, but I like the moment where she was like, I'm 70. And he was like, baby, I'm 72. I loved it. Yeah, I love it. I love it because to me, that is what makes all the vampire movies not make sense. I don't care if you're both in high school. He's 100 years old and she's 15. (laughs) I don't care what you look like. <laughs> Intellectually, like, emotionally, you're not gonna be attracted to her. You're not on the same page. And here, he is 70 years old. Yeah. He looks in her eyes, he sees a soulmate. Not he doesn't need a 20-year-old, maybe to have fun with, but that's not who he would want to live his life with. But I that feel like so that, that there was a deficit of that content in the film. It's like to me, that was his save the cat moment where we get to see something beyond the superficial guy who we see in literally every other moment of the film. I think his save the cat moment was, was Declan finding out like his whole life is a lie. You know, that, that like, what he, what, he, he's okay to profit off of this, but he's not okay to be the cause of this. Right. And that's the thing that I enjoyed the most of the movie, which is Tetra pretty much lies and tries to make it like the witchers are responsible. But then it turns out they are. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But Declan starts creating monsters because it's like, if they don't have monsters to fear, then they're going to start hunting us. So if we're not useful, then
then we're on the chopping block. So it's really interesting ideas and thoughts around who's good, who's bad. And it's kind of muddy all around. And then as she dies, she says, when I learned you had heightened senses, like that's what pissed me off the most. Because when that witcher was killing my mother, he knew I was in the closet. He wanted me to hear it. And it's like, now I'm rooting for her. Right, right. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the emotional going back and forth between who I'm getting behind and not getting behind. Well, I guess that's fair, you know, and I feel like maybe if I had watched the content under the filter of there are no heroes in this story. And 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 but that's why I had trouble getting behind the content. I was following a hero's journey. Yeah. Uh, an origin story. And I never got a hero in it. And it made me hard to identify with them. But I feel like maybe that's that was me. I had placed it somewhere I wanted it to be as opposed to where it was. Well, I mean, they definitely set it up for it to be the hero's journey, but they set up our hero to want riches. And what I thought about after watching it wasn't so much Vesemir's journey, but like it kind of is like the world that these kids don't have a choice to be in. Right. Because we have Vesemir's a child who's pretty much enslaved. Then well, that was these- an interesting scene where they're all in in the kind of dormitory with the kids and the other ones yeah. are just servants and peasants and street He's happy. is happy to be there. He's talking about the first the first one. He goes he goes from one version of indentured servitude to the next. He goes from one bunk with a bunch of people to another bunk with a bunch of people. We but find out the witchers are abducting kids and giving them a lot in life. Then we find out, but they're also abducting other children and turning them into monsters to fight. So it's like these kids are forced into these worlds that they don't have a choice. But Vesemir is the only one that chose. But then we find that he didn't choose. It was manipulation. It's like when you threw me those two coins, you knew, you what, knew you what you were doing. Yeah. So it's like the story of these kids who don't get a choice. And hopefully they become heroes. Hopefully they don't become monsters, but they don't. Ultimately, they don't get to choose. It's interesting themes, you know. Uh, there's no real good, no real bad, but it's just the world where there's a lot of gray. And I think. Uh, and these kids, the kids. Because even um, Tetra, when she was about to kill Vesemir, she said, like, you didn't have a choice. You were just a child. You didn't know. But you still got to go. And she was just a child when her mother died. She didn't have a choice. When that elf girl that she wanted to kill because now she has too much power, she didn't have a choice. And now you have Vesemir with these kids with full knowledge of the traumatic experience they went through. And it was manipulated. It wasn't like they were selected. It was like you were stolen. Um, So now hopefully if we get a part two, we get to see him try to deal with these kids in a way that was different than before. I think part two is already green lit. And word is going to start with the little black boy. Um, He's going to grow up and and be powerful, be a lord. And then you get murdered in minute two of the movie. So we're looking forward to it. Maul. I don't think there's a better way to segue to recommendations. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I recommend watching it if you're into anime or into cartoons in general. What do you guys say before we wrap this up? Yeah, I, I, I say give it a watch. You know, go in there with a blank slate without anything, uh, without any expectations, without a critical eye. Jack. <laughs> And just watch the movie. <laughs> Enjoy the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll second that, actually. I, I think I want to see more content like this. 
And if you're like me and you want more content, then you got to support the content, whether you're 100% behind it or not. I was maybe a little lukewarm on this one. Uh, if you want content similar that I think is maybe a little better, go check out Castlevania. It's also on Netflix. So if you're watching this, you have access to that. Um, but yeah, support it. If you want more Witcher content, support the Witcher content that's here now. Yeah. For me, just uh, a pleasant surprise across the board. I liked it. And uh, I absolutely recommend it, 100%. Nice. Now let's get into some recommendations. 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 Well, there's only one recommendation, and we're just going to play right off of what we were just talking about. And The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. If you haven't played it, you should have played it. You need to go play it. It is a great, expansive game that... Uh, just a huge world you will get lost in. You will get lost in it just like you get lost in playing Grand Theft Auto. You think you're going to the mission. Next thing you know, you're doing some side stuff or maybe just fighting monsters off into the distance that you just saw. But it's a great game, great ga- graphics. Um, the combat is awesome. The use of magic uh, is very, very in-depth. Make sure you, make sure you uh, prepare yourself for everything. Or else you're going to have to go back to a later save and just ruin hours of play. <laughs> how would you <laughs> how, how would you say it compares to like uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim? Very similar. Uh, I would say fairly similar. Yeah, um, Elder Scroll. I mean, besides the, the, the obvious difference of first person, third person, but yeah, Elder Scrolls is pretty in depth, and you can also get get lost and just doing just adventuring rather than doing the main quest. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say they're about the same. Does your hair and beard grow in Elder Scrolls? All right, you know what? Your first person doesn't matter, <laughs> and that well, and that's well, my point, y'all. I, I will that's say your, this. That's my point. You can change throughout the course. With your three, you see that around. dude's facial hair and hair grow. You can customize that hair to a freaking little faux hawk ponytail. You can get the goatee going, man. Right. Never doing recommendations again. I, I, you don't do this to Chris. I don't do this to Chris. I don't do this to Chris. I'm sorry, Rich. You're right. I hope y'all had such a great time listening to us. Just take a deep dive on The Witcher. Listen, we're on social media. You can find us on Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk on Instagram. We're dropping content every single day, about six to seven to eight to ten times a day. We're dropping content. We're really building a really great community over there. If y'all like some of the stuff we put up, if you want, like I have these He-Man stores I was talking about. You're like, yo, where'd you get that? Shoot a DM and we'll we'll, we'll send you to where we go. Big Bad Toy Star store. Rich, I think you just copped something from um, Entertainment Earth. So if you like something and you want, want to know how we got it, just shoot us a DM and we'll let you know the information. Uh, we will be back doing this again. Same bad time. Same bat channel. We out.